I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Welcome, Patriots. It is Monday, November 13th, 2023. It's Rick Blessed Teach here. Looking forward to spending the next couple hours with you. If you wanted to praise and pray with us afterwards, it'll be actually a couple, two and a half hours. We're going to go through a show of an amazing amount of information that we'll go through in the next hour, including going over a prophetic word and a quick Bible study. And then we're going to be digging into an hour and a half of praise and prayer. But we're going to start out talking about vaccine injured. I'm suing federal government. We know Hamas wanted a world war. That's coming out real clearly. They didn't, they didn't really care about their own people, etc. And we're going to get into the praise and prayer again. But uh, I, do, I do want to start out, though, first get an economic update on all this. Because uh, when you look at the, the whole vaccine injured thing coming out and the war, both in Ukraine and we're in the Middle East, um, it's amazing to see what uh, effect this is having. We also see more bank failures, a couple regional banks, and uh, it's, it's it's pretty crazy. So with that, I'd like to bring on Kirk Elliott. Kirk, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Rick. How are you? Yeah, I do, doing awesome. So Kirk, uh, I know uh, we haven't had you on it for a couple of weeks. It was just, just schedules and everything. So give us, a, give us an update on what's going on. <laughs> well, you know, you talked about bank failures, right? So, boy, last week, my CEO, Ashley, had sent me this this little text and said, small bank in Iowa goes under, goes into FDIC receivership, right? And it's like, well, not really that big of a deal. It only had $66 million of deposits and $8 million worth of default, so they had to go into FDIC receivership. But when I looked into it, it's like, oh, boy, this actually is a big story. It's not mm-hmm. that the bank was big. But you look at that bank in Iowa is one of the, they cater to the trucking industry. So that's pretty much all of their clients are truckers, right? So so they had $8 million of truckers defaulting on loans. And so you have to start now connecting some dots. Truckers are defaulting on the loans because they're not shipping anything. They're not shipping anything because nobody's buying anything, right? Nobody's buying anything because of inflation and higher interest rates and everything else. So this is, you know, small little bank failure. And the headlines were regional bank fails. It's like, it wasn't a regional bank. It was like a small bank 
But what it catered to tells a wholly different story, right? So then the day after that came out, Citibank CEO, which Citibank, it's not a small regional bank, it's not a larger regional bank, it's a monster bank, right? It's like JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America City, third largest bank in North America. Um, in Project Bora Bora, internal document, the, that's what it's called internally, is they're basically she announced that they're going to be laying off 10 percent or more 10 percent minimum of their workforce well they have 240,000 employees so that's over 24,000 people that are going to be laid off and you got to start asking the question it's like well with higher interest rates aren't banks more profitable right they're making more money it's like no doesn't work that way not when america's tapped out right so when america's tapped out high inflation, higher cost of borrowing, basically jobs are going away. Um, we can't listen to what Biden actually says about job growth. It's not there. It's truly fabricated. It's not there. Um, so when somebody has four jobs, banks, four part-time jobs, they're counting as four jobs, right? <laughs> that too. I don't know how, I don't know how else they're, they're actually saying that it's, that they're creating jobs except for that one reason i mean they fudge the numbers now they also say that the economy is good no it's not the economy is not good oh we've won the war against inflation we they haven't won the war on inflation so they say when they pause interest rates that they've won this war on inflation and that's proof in the pudding right well right. it's not the because what they did is 11 out of the last 12 months they've raised rates and then they pause them at those high levels, right? So that means the economy, when the economy is already at the margin, people can't afford to buy or sell and and live. Well, they're gonna get squeezed. And now they're pausing rates at that high level. If they were winning the war against inflation, they would be able to lower rates. They're not lowering rates, they're they're pausing them, right? So so this is the problem. And America is seeing that. They're they're seeing the there's it's not looking good for the holiday season if it were then bank of then citibank wouldn't be having to lay off twenty four thousand people if the holiday season for retailers was looking good well i look at this weird unorthodox number <laughs> it's um it's a it's a leading indicator but it's not a leading indicator it's it's cardboard box sales because amazon walmart costco best buy they're all shipping stuff with cardboard boxes right so if they were expecting a robust holiday season, which for retailers in America, that's 80% of their annual revenue comes between Black Friday and Christmas. 80% of the entire year in one month. So you would think that they'd be purchasing cardboard boxes like crazy, but they're not. Cardboard box sales are down, get a load of this, 80%. They're, the sales are down 80%, which means they're not expecting a good holiday season which what follows that if it's 80 percent of the revenue for the year layoffs coming in january and when there's layoffs there's going to be even more bankruptcies which is probably why citibank is wanting to lay off so many people i mean rick when you start to add it all up different stories all blending into one ugly picture it doesn't paint a good picture moving forward for america and, and anytime you have a a puppet presence that's actually purposely trying to destroy America, that's going to happen, right? Um, mm -hmm. I'm just surprised we've had a, not had the huge dark market crash yet, but the indicators are, are not looking good for that either, is it? 
No, because the stock market, if you think about what causes it to grow, it's spending. It's revenue driven. When people go to Best Buy or they go to Walmart or they go wherever and they spend money that causes corporate revenues to go up and that's what causes their share prices to go up. When people aren't spending money, well then and, there's and no printing money. That's what they've really done. This artificial printing of the money has caused, caused it to, to prop up so far, right? Yeah, it's stimulus money that's right. keeping, it, keeping it propped up. So, so then you've got Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, who's bragging. I mean, I can't believe this came out of her mouth, but about a month ago, she was bragging about the resiliency of Americans and how they're spending money even in a bad economy. It's like, wait a second, that's not something to brag about, right? When people are spending money that they don't have, and she's saying that that's what's keeping the economy afloat. Well, was she lying? No, she wasn't really lying, but she's not telling the full story either because the spending that's been happening has been put on credit cards. Now, Rick, if you or I or anybody watching this were to spend money out of our checking account, our savings account, that would be real spending. Right. Mm -hmm. Not using borrowed money from a credit card. So now we've got a problem. So about three weeks ago, I was speaking on different different shows and I may have said it on this one, I forgot, but, but what's coming was going to be what the Biden economic plan for America thought was a good thing people spending money, I thought it was gonna come crashing down and we talked about it because once people reach their credit line on their credit cards and there's no more available credit, they're going to stop spending. Right. Sure enough, just this morning, the report came out, October numbers, um, consumer sales have gone down during the month of October, why? Because credit limits have been matched, there's no available space on people's credit cards, so they're slowing down their spending. And that's going to move on into next year. So bottom line with all of that is the economy, if it's if the growth of the economy is based on spending, which the stock market is, I don't think we're going to see. Thankful I live in your economy, God. Uh, your king. Stay, stay right. muted backstage, please. Yeah, I don't think that we're going to see it, Rick. I don't think that we're going to see the economic growth moving forward. I think it's going to really slow down. And when when we had the BRICS nations that met in August, that said what? They're gonna remove the petrodollar status. Now there's no built-in demand for our currency. Um, You've got Iran, (laughs) which is a a weird element altogether, being admitted into the BRICS nations come January 1st. Their first big flex to the BRICS nations was, hey, we're we're gonna cause OPEC to cut production of oil which is gonna cause oil to go through the roof, especially during the Israeli-Hamas conflict, which is already expected to have oil more than double, I mean, not not double, go up 50 plus percent, from $93 a barrel to 140 to 150 mm-hmm. is the projection. See, all of this is pointed towards diminishing demand for the US dollar, increasing demand for the BRICS nation's currency, and their collective currencies within that, that country block it see when we have start to have that we are seeing the collapse of a system that everybody watching this has only known we've only known the u.s dollars the reserve currency of the world since 1944 Mm -hmm. that's 80 plus years right so we no longer have that that makes us no different than any other country that doesn't have it when they print money like there's no tomorrow their currency fails and they go through massive inflation yeah. that's the road that we're headed on so then with all of that as the backdrop how do you protect and preserve 
with what we've been talking about every single week for the last year, and I'll keep talking about it until there's nobody else to listen, because to me it's the only thing that makes sense. That's tangible assets. Mm-hmm. Owning tangible assets will grow during inflationary times. That's why we're we're recommending gold and silver, but primarily silver, <coughs> um, accounts to take advantage of these trends so they don't take advantage of us. Yeah, I love that. I love it. And so that's why I've done the the four transactions with you guys. Maybe it's five. I think it's five transactions we've done. Um, if I count count uh, the the Q strong one, and, and the reason the reason is 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 because it's liquid. You can get it out at any time, mm-hmm. right? Within three or four days. Uh, so, and unlike a lot of investments, real estate investments, it could be years before you get stuff out, months before you get stuff out, right? And um, also, if the Babylonian system fails, all those derivatives are going to expire, right? That are artificially lowering the price of silver tremendously. That's really the exciting part is uh, if the white hats, if you will, or uh, right. the new financial system takes over, watch out guys, uh, silver could be a huge uh, upside. Um, but even even if that gets delayed, you have a tangible asset that is gonna grow over time and as they print more money, um, silver should be should be an awesome investment once they can stop, once they stop having to be able to print that and accept it. We either go to hyperinflation where silver will go up or the derivatives collapse because of the financial system. So I'm not sure which one will happen first, but it's going to be exciting. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's hard to know what's going to come first. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, just just on Friday, Moody's downgraded the U.S. Treasury. See, a couple months ago when Fitch's download downgraded U.S. Treasury, Janet Yellen pitched to Fitch and said, Fitch's, you're horrible. How could you do that? This is America. We we have the ability to pay off our debt. Well, it's like, well, you've got too much debt. There's lower tax revenue coming in. The people are strapped. This is not a good option, so we're downgrading you. Then Moody's comes out on Friday and does the same thing. So now Fitch's and Moody's both downgrading U.S. Treasuries. We're no longer the, the you know, um, blue chip, amazing, safest asset in the world, U.S. Treasury. We're, we're not. We're not yeah. there anymore. And... It, some people have a hard time believing that because they've only known America at its pinnacle right. and it's the greatest country in the history of the world, which we still are. We're an amazing country, but financially and economically, we're we're losing our luster really, really fast. And why? Because we've violated biblical standards for success. We've amassed too much debt using other people's money, and that's not something that, that actually God rewards. It's sad, that's sad to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so important thing is to get um, is, is it, you you work with internationals. Well, make sure you're you're not over invested in uh, in stock and bonds and real mm-hmm. estate and and um, and and cash in the bank as well, guys. And uh, get a free consultation from Kirk and his team. I love it because you're Christian patriots. You understand understand what this is all about. Um, so and, and understand how to get out of harm's way and protect any wealth that you have with real assets. And so uh, you can call seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred. That's 720-605-3900. We appreciate you, Kurt. You bet. It's my pleasure. Let me know if I could ever do anything for any of you. Just give us a call. All right. Sounds great. You take care. All All right. right. And just to let you guys know, um, what what you'll do is you'll go, you can also go to the link down below in the video, kirkelliottphd.com slash B2T. It's got my story on there of the transactions of how I work with them. You can fill out this form, but it's better just to call Kirk and get on his schedule for a free consultation. Again, he'll do multiple consultations if you're at different times. If you did an earlier consultation with him, you want to now get some cash out of the bank that's at risk with these failing banks. 
720-605-3900 and get it, him scheduled. Let's dig into this. Uh, the, I want to I pull that later in the broadcast, but here's the Hamas wanted a major war. Um, this is interesting. This uh, article actually come out of the Washington Post, which is obviously a a propaganda magazine. So you've always you always had the question, why would they be posting this, right? Um, but they even when they're starting to show that um, you know the right left paradigm they're trying to keep us in, and Israel Palestinian kind of fits that right left fight each other versus fighting each other. You have to kind of question what they're doing here. But I do agree that this. These uh, the more that I find from the IDF that I'm reading, or, or Mir, who's a who's a, a, a I think it's beyond his, it's it's, it's uh, behold Israel is the name of the channel, uh, a Christian Jewish person giving updates on that, and it's really interesting to kind of pull all this together and try to figure out what's going on with this. But I think that I think God is going to be judging these extreme Muslims as as as, a, as, as in this war. Uh, many people think this is Zionist horrible thing going on, and, and it's eventually gonna gonna. I think it's gonna weed out a lot of the deep state Mossad and CIA once it really they see that this, this was actually let they let it happen, right? Um, but it doesn't mean that Netanyahu is bad, and everything they're doing right now is not God's plan to to punish the, the the extreme Muslims. But we're starting to see, yes, for sure, new evidence reveals that Hamas planners intended to strike a blow of historic proportions on October 7th with the expectation that their actions would compel an overwhelming Israeli response. So they wanted this to happen because they want to, to create where ISIS and Hezbollah and all the other extreme organizations um, will also join them in, 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 in this attack uh, um, against uh, Israel. So it'll be really interesting to see, but um, it's, it says that evidence described by more than a dozen current and former intelligence and security officials from the Western Middle Intelligence countries. Now, guys, I just don't trust intelligence officers, <laughs> especially former ones, right? Because that's that's like John Brennan, right, talking to people like that. But well, but it doesn't really say who they are. Reveals an intention by Hamas planners to strike a blow of historic performance in the expectations that actions would compel an overwhelming Israeli response. Several officials who had not previously spoken about the matter said that intelligence about Hamas motivations has become stronger in recent days. So, um, you know, create. We know that the cabal wants to create a world war, so this is consistent with that. Why Washington Post would be pushing this out is a little confusing because they always like to think beyond that because of the fact they're such a, a propaganda machine, right? Here's media in panic mode over questions about whether they knew in advance about the Hamas attack on Israel. So we know at least one uh, um, one of those reporters got you know, removed from AP and, and CNN, but there's many others. So it looks like the, the media, the, which which would make perfect sense, right? Because the, the, the cabal works with their cabal media, knew about this attack. And this attack was designed, I believe, primarily as a false flag to keep, the, to keep us fighting and to keep our eyes off the Biden crime family, um, what's happening with the vaccine being revealed as a bioweapon. All these things are starting to happen. Says Hamas has lost control of Gaza, says the Israeli Defense Minister. So if you look at what's going on and following this, this they pretty much went through the middle of Gaza, the the whole Israeli army, right? And then they and then they also came in from the north, and they've pretty much converged and taken over Gaza City. So pretty much every place that Hamas was operating out of um, has been taken over by the Israeli army in the north. 
um, which is really the stronghold of where Hezbollah was running its terror training camps and 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 etc etc. You'll see right here. Watch Hamas fighters beat Gazans and steal their food. So we're starting to see this a lot. Is that these um, when Hamas took over, I knew it was big problems 10 years ago. So, oh my goodness, the very terrorists that will kill and, and, and all they don't care about is power and killing Jews, right, are the two things. They took over the political system in, in um, Gaza, and it was going to be this type of situation where people are extremely, um, uh, extremely not only getting attacked by Israel right now as Hamas wanted, but also... Hamas is going to steal their, steal their food, steal their water, and um, and there's videos here that are kind of upsetting. That I'm not going to play, but it just shows shows what's going on here. There might be more. The um, wanted to, before I did that one, wanted to come back to to, the, to this article. There was one more. It looks like I can't find that right now. But there was an article basically just showing that um, we 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 have Hamas. Completely um, surrounded, they're, 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 but now they're doing Pollywood type stuff. They call it so, like Hollywood, but Palestine's, and there's tons of people um, faking, faking the, their injuries and putting off, and, and and all kinds of videos are being come of the phones behind them that are catching them, catching them staging all kinds of issues, right? So that that is another scary thing that's going on here. Um, it's interesting that, that some some people are being exposed here too, like Eric. Adams out of New York City, and uh, it's look, looking like this whole story about him and everything that uh, has happened to him is, is getting more and more intense. Federal investigators probing Adams in the 2021 campaign are now zeroing in on a series of texts suggesting he helped fast track the opening of Turkish government's new diplomatic headquarters in Manhattan. Sources say, um, again, so he'd been funded by terrorist organizations, basically, and outside foreign influence. Uh, the September 2021 text below Adams, uh, text between Adams, who was in Brooklyn throughout President of Democratic Moral uh, Moral nominee, the Turkish Council General, this guy is Rehan Azur, and then FD New York Council, the Federal D District of New York Commissioner Daniel Nigro, were uncovered by FBI agents Mondays after they seized Adams' electronic device. The texts were described by sources in the Post. Literally talking about him getting funding and supporting um, the Turkish government in and, and back to the pay-for-play stuff. So that pay-for-play stuff's not just Joe. It's also some New York mayors, which is kind of scary when you get into it. Hey, this is another thing I really wanted to emphasize here. This is a COVID-19 vaccine. A reckoning is coming for DOJ over federal mandates. Um, this is interesting because you see now that all these forced mandates in the federal government, including I even had a very close family member having to get a shot just to keep his job, right? If you see this here, it's presumably the hiring spree in anticipated of, uh, anticipation of a surge of COVID vaccine lawsuits as people who were forced by government mandates to take the jab and suffered serious side effects as a result trying to extract compensation from the system that is stacked against them. The office is currently expanding to address workload created by an increase in cases filed under the Vaccine Act, reads the ad posted on the Torts branch of the DOJ and the USA Jobs website. The recruitment drive comes at the heels of a little-noticed lawsuit filed in Louisiana last month by six vaccine-injured plaintiffs against the federal government. The suit 
aims to overturn the legal immunity that pharmaceutical giants like Pfizer and Moderna enjoy in their COVID shots. As you know, I've been I've been talking about this for a long time, um, ever since uh, ever since um, mid 2020, that there this immunity of of the big pharma is part of the medical cartel, and now now that they're getting being sued right and left. Um, the federal government, right? There's all kinds of ways they can get around this immunity to Pfizer and everything else. And that is, if you knowingly knew it was injurious, right? That that starts overriding a, a lot of this and this. So we're starting to get information from Pfizer showing that they, it was knowingly, right? And that'll, that'll start changing things, especially if the government knew about this, found out about this and still pushed the shots and forced them, uh, which is the fact when, when and it's gonna be coming out of these lawsuits. Um, not that any lawyers involved except Big Pharma to pay up, but at least if they win, it should force Congress to reform inadequate vaccine injury compensation schemes that were instituted almost 40 years ago as an alternative to suing drug companies out of existence, but they have not kept up with the times. So again, this whole mandate and the whole list of people that got hurt is starting to hit the federal government, starting to hit the, also those companies directly. And the more that we find out they knowingly pushed things that were going to be horrible for us, and the more we, this is what they want our eyes off of. Look at the war, look at Ukraine, look at the Middle East, right? Do not look at the cabal and their bioweapon they put out. Do not look at their fake voting machines. Um, this is the things that I can't talk about on YouTube. This is why we're not on YouTube anymore. I can't talk about it on Facebook. That's why we're not on Facebook anymore. So guys, uh, come and join us here. Hey, I want to let you know we have a free training course that's starting now um, that you're going to want to join if you have any um, any hurts from your past <laughs> or you have friends and family that hurts for your past, which pretty much is 100% of all people, right? We have some, some a, a, in, an inner healing and deliverance training. Again, this is for people who want to be part of this ministry, and that's why it's free. But... Um, uh, you can become part of this mystery just by taking this free training course and, and, and coming and meeting us. A lot of the people that are going to be in it, right? So it's based on one of the, the best um, inner hearing and deliverance persons we could find in the nation. His name's Scott Bickon, and he gave us access to all his training would, uh, for free, which is just a huge, huge blessing. So you can join now, and you'll see you'll be able to sign up for free. You'll also get signed up for the backstage pass. So he keep updated on what this ministry is doing. Um, but again, everyone has hurts from the past, and you can learn how to self-heal those. That's what Module 3 is all about in this training, right? So um, again, go to blessedteach.com, go to the training tab. Blessedteach.com, go to the training tab. You'll also see a, a link down below on inner healing and deliverance training. Um, what's amazing about this is starting not tonight, but the next Monday, Scott's going to go over module one. Then the next Monday, he's going to go over module two. And then he's going to go over module three. So within the next three weeks, you could have that be done with the inner healing and deliverance training. Then he goes over to evangelism on week four and week five. He does advanced inner um, healing and, de and deliverance training. Hey, this is about setting the captives free. This is about healing the brokenhearted. And um, we just invite you to be part of what this ministry is doing, is really getting ready to help people to help themselves as well as, as, well as really pour into hurting people that are going to be coming when they get shocked and they need that inner healing. They need deliverance. Um, and they also are going to need discipleship and uh, this, this loved on. That's why uh, we're starting this training. So go to blessedteach.com, hit the training tab, 
make sure you sign up for that quickly because we, we got our first review next Monday. It gets you seven days to go through two or three hours of self-paced course. You'll love the course. I'm looking forward to getting that rolling. Expose Klaus Schwab and WEF's secret blueprint to control every aspect of your life. Um, I thought this is really interesting because we've been talking about this for you know all five years of doing the show, but now we're seeing it in Breitbart or some of the things that they would stay, stay away from some of these, they'd be talk, talk, talk about some of the topics. But here's a whole review of what we all know is, uh, and it's pretty well done. So Klaus Schwab took $6,000 in seed money in 1971 and transformed the World Economic Forum from a humble gathering of academics into the most exclusive club in the world. The WF is now ranks as it rakes in $390 million annually and uh, talks all about what's just going on. And there is, are, are these what we're called control oligarchs. Right, includes George Soros, um, Bezos, and, and these are the fake billionaires, right? Bezos and Amazon. If you look at AWS, what they've done with with the back end systems, um, they own almost everything there. And you've got uh, Mark Zuckerberg, obviously. You got, uh, and, and here he is, um, the head of head of the World Economic Forum, Charles Schwab, as well as Bill Gates. So, just a good article that goes over all this. And again, now this will be in the show notes. You can sign up for the free show notes at blessedteach.com, blessedteach.com. You get everything I show you here, and also get a good summary of what was uh, discussed in in the show. Financial controls, implementing CBDCs. Um, so that's the first thing they want to do. They want to completely get you digital so you can't spend $1 without them knowing exactly where it's spent. And they can control you based upon your social media score or your social, um, you know, what kind of what they're doing in, in, uh, in China as well. Your social credit score, your energy control, banning gas vehicles and stoves and throttling thermostats. This is all about taking control of us and bringing this tyranny. Food control, right? Lab-grown meats. They want you to eat insect-based proteins. Um, they want, again, again they, anything that's going to be healthy for you, they take away health control, expanding mandatory medical technologies and digital IDs such as mRNA, and we've seen that heavily. This is exactly what they're after. Technology control, pushing AI and transhumanism is a big part of this. So this is a great article. One of the this best summary articles of everything these elites are trying to do. I want you have this in the show notes again, and it's at, in Brightheart, but you'll be able to find the Brightbart. You'll be able to find that in um, at blessedteach.com front page. Sign up for the show notes, and you'll be able to get all this. DNC touts Bidenomics at work hours after a new poll shows that just 24% of Democrats say they're financially better off with Biden. <laughs> so 75% of people are not better off with Biden. And, and, and here you have, um, you know, Bidenomics is at work, they're, they're talking about when it's really Brandonomics, right? We know that. And uh, Kirk just talked about this. This is, this is uh, the wild part of when you're in an election season when you just have to lie to people constantly. Uh, but it's not working well for them especially in the polls that are happening here. Vertible Biden faces death by a thousand cuts of third-party candidates. This just shows that all Manchin potentially coming into the race. And obviously, um, these, uh, Jill Stein just announcing the other day and Robert F. Kennedy. When you do that, you will see that um, the numbers actually go up as far as, as, far as uh, Trump's chances of winning. So again, I'm not a big a big proponent that we're going to have a 2024 election in traditional fashion at all. I believe it's going to be a military tribunal election after all this election fraud gets released. We'll see 
If uh, I'm right on that, let me know what you think in the comments below. Are we going to have a 2024 election as normal, or is it going to be a special election, or are they going to try to postpone it completely? Let me know what you thought. Your thoughts are in the comments. It'd be interesting. Um, I can I can see the comments right now on Rumble Rant. You can basically just go to live chat. Um, I can also see them on backstage here on Zoom. Craziness erupts as a man tries to stop Greta Thunberg turning climate demo into anti-Israel rally. And uh, sure enough, this guy, she, she, she basically just uh, takes the most, uh, you know, what's the cabal want me to talk about right now? And she does it. We have not been listening. The people in power have not been listening. I have come here for a climate demonstration, not a political view. So she went right back to the politics, obviously, right? Uh, after she says, calm down, then all of a sudden she says, no climate justice on occupied land, right? So what, what we've done now, it seems to me, is the cabal has activated its what, what we call, what, what Saul Linsky calls the useful idiots, right? All these people he can influence through this progressive culture to basically become pro-Palestine, right? Occupied land. Um, and basically uh, used lies and uh, propaganda to to um, make Israel look horrible. And unfortunately, a bunch of truthers have jumped on that train, right? So you've got the progressive uh, idiots as well as all the Zionist movement that think everybody in Israel is bad um, when it's just not the case, right? There's definitely a huge Mossad-oriented, corrupt, corrupt part of the Mossad, corrupt part of the CIA, et cetera. But to label all the people that way is just not right. But this shows you they've, they've effectively tried to take our eyes off the ball. But hopefully this audience knows, no, we're not taking the ball off of election fraud. We're not taking the ball off of the vaccine injuries and the medical cartel, right? We are going to continue to expose you. And here's Georgia County Commissioner Felicia Franklin showed passed out in the streets before hurling abuse at medics and ambulance. And, and uh, there's a whole body cam video on this now just to show you the whole uh, Georgia system that has been cabal controlled with selections versus elections. That's what the voting machines do. We've got to get rid of these voting machines just like um, Mr. Mr. Mike Lindell talks about all the time, right? Melt them down and make bars with them <laughs> until we get that point. And, but, but nobody's going to uh, allow that to happen until the evidence really comes out in a strong fashion. Part of that is we're starting to see with Trump's cases where he's actually talking about, yes, the voter fraud's starting to come out. And I believe George is going to be one of the key places because that's what they're trying to take him down for is insurrection, right? Trying to over overthrow the, the, the most, the, 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 the election that was the most secure ever. It's like, right, we know, sorry, you can't fool us guys. That's not going to work. Federal judge approves a 290 million JP Morgan Chase settlement with Jeffrey Epstein victims. So this whole thing, it's another thing that 
we, we are not going to take our, our eyes off of is what they've done to our children, what they're doing, doing um, um, when it comes to human trafficking, what they're doing with adrenochrome creation, what they're doing with even organ harvesting, many horrible stuff we don't want to talk about, all tracing back to the CIA's honeypot strategy of working with um, Epstein and all these other players. And uh, so now we see J.P. Morgan, one of, the, one of the big financial institutions, and Epstein um, connected to Epstein. And this is this is a, there's a new movement to try to get the Epstein flight log coming in front of Congress. So this could be an exciting time. Don't take our eyes off what really is happening here. This is we the people versus the actual. Um, this is we the people versus the act the, the actual elites globalist cabal right idf soldiers share a photo in concord hamas parliament this is the article that i was trying to find earlier um but what the, what this is interesting they literally showed this is where they they, they used to do parliament in uh, the heart of gaza right um where the terrorists had taken over now they have israeli flags there just shows you that this war has pretty much already been won when it comes to the northern part of gaza um, Hamas is not Hamas is not in control anymore, which is uh, you know a, a, a I think part of God's plan to to judge certain certain things going on right now. And look at this QAnon shaman. Remember Jacob Chansley, who's dressed up as those horns and everything, announces plans to run for Congress in in Arizona. <laughs> he intends to run in in the Libertarian Party ticket. So this will be really interesting. I'm, I'm not sure if uh, he's going to have that. that popularity but it's, he's still fighting it's interesting um, here he is without his horns on he's a normal kind of looking guy and uh, it's really interesting that he's trying to run for Congress um, I really believe the guy is a patriot I've, I thought he was potentially controlled opposition in the past um, but after seeing the way they attacked him and made him the the poster boy for the j6ers if you will um, this just shows you that this was this was a huge uh, false flag attack on Anybody that was MAGA is really, you know, anybody that think that thinks there was a stolen election, which we know there was. Um, here's a freeze-dried raw beef. Just wanted to point you guys that again. Just go to griddownchowdown.com. Guys, this is amazing. You just put water in here, and you have grass-fed, grass-finished um, ground beef within 10 minutes. Way better than having to thought. Uh, it can, plus, it's survival food for 15-plus years. Again, griddownchowdown.com. Links down below. I think you guys will really enjoy that. That's part of a great holiday gift as well as, it, as, well as those family members that aren't building their own <laughs> supply. <laughs> Might be a good way to, to push some quality stuff on them. Here's, um, again, if you go to blessedteach.com, guys, you will be able to find, get into the show notes right there. You'll be also be able to find the training I was, I was talking about early right here. And that's where you'll be able to find Join Now and get into this inner healing and deliverance training course. Um, it all starts. It's gonna. We're all, we're we're starting it. It's about a couple hours of material that you get through in a safe, self-paced online way, and then you will have live Q and A next Monday night after the after praise and prayer. I think you guys really enjoy that. Hey, I wanted to get into a prophecy review uh, for for Julie Green here, and I'm gonna go ahead and play some music behind the scenes as well. And this is uh, something that came out. She came out this morning. Again, I don't read these beforehand because I'm doing the Nathan French's approach of spending a lot of time with the Lord myself and listening to him and writing down what he's saying to me. Um, but uh, Julie Green has obviously been doing this for quite some time as a, often a prophet. 
Um, God wanted me to do this because I'm not in the office of prophecy. And the whole point was, hey guys, you can be part of the remnant that's actually listening closer to him and hearing from God directly, even if you're not in the office of a prophet. Again, it's God wants to speak to you, right? So it's not meant to be a secret. God wants to speak to you. That's a Nathan French book. You'll find all that on my blog on neighborhood.social. But let's look at what um, Julia heard and or delivered this morning. This is a time to intercede. This is a time to press in. This is a time to pray. This is a time to defend. This is the time to rebuke. This is the time to deny your enemy's permission and access to your lives or your nations. This is a time to protect your hearts and your minds. This is a time for their war to destroy them. It's like, woo, love that. This is a time for their war to destroy them. This is a time for the evil to be brought down. This is a time for advancing the kingdom of God. This is a time of things looking unusual and unsettling for some, for things to look backwards or even to look darker. This is a time of great shaking. This is a time of an avalanche of truth. This is a time for me to come in like a flood to cleanse my children to restore all that has been stolen. This is a time of removals. This is a time of revival. This is a time of great glory. This is a time of the end of your enemies and their attacks against you. This is a time for you to see my hand move, to protect, to defend, to deliver this world from the power of the enemy. Yes, this is a typical Julie Green stuff, really, really, uh, the Lord seems to want people to really be encouraged and know that these tough times are going to lead to, to uh, victory for us in, uh, in, in the fall of the cabal, right? This is the time to wake up. This is the time to get up. This is the time of darkness for the world. This is the time for judgment against the enemies of Almighty God. This is the time for great separation. This is the time for great silence. This is a time of a lock-in. This is a time of great restoration. This is a time of refreshing. This is a time of wholeness and healing. This is a time for you all have been patiently waiting for. Now is the time to pursue and overtake and recover all. Now this is interesting. When she's been talking about this, uh, the Lord's told her a lot about the silence, right? We've heard about it from Q quite a bit, the 10 days of darkness, or maybe sometimes she's saying it's three days. Some people are saying four days. The whole point is that there is going to be most likely your power is going to work, but none of your electronics are going to work, right? And hopefully an EBS comes out, tells us what's going on, and eventually one station plays, and it's probably some military tribunals delivering some truth, right? That's uh, that's what I believe is, is this one scenario for the silence. What do you believe? Let me know down below in the comments or in the chat what you guys think might be happening when it comes to the silence. What is the silence? What? How many days do you think it's going to be? Love to have some discussion about that because that's what we uh, know is going to be happening, guys. This is a, this is God's in control. Um, the, you know what? The, when we, they say talk about the Patriots control, that's only the Patriots that have submitted to the Lord God Almighty. That's why Trump talks about yoking Netanyahu and yoking Trump. Right? These great um, historic. Uh, oxes, if you will, right? Because they are stubborn. And the, But if they submit to God, watch out. Nothing's going to be able to stop them, right? This is not the time for your enemies. They will not have their chaos, their war, their takeover, their tyranny, their control, their power. And they will not destroy my nations and what they stand for and what they have been called to do. No, 
is not time for World War III. This is not the time for the tribulation. This is not the time to panic. This is not the time to quit. This is the time for my eagle, for my Israel, and for my children. Now, isn't that interesting? That is so much different than many of the truthers out there, right? Um, first of all, I have to completely agree after studying Revelation with you guys and going through that whole, we went through, we did all the book of Daniel, then we did the book of Revelation, right? And then and then we went through the book of Hebrews, which has uh, been fun. Now we're going to the book of Romans, and we'll be going to Romans 3 to 9. That's a, one of the, my favorite memory verses in it, so hold tight for that in just a bit. But look at it, it says, this is not time for the tribulation. I have to agree with that so much. I believe that is God talking through a true prophet right there, right? Because there's so many people that are packing their bags and saying, waiting for the tribulation. Those are the people that are not active, right? Um, that's that's one of the features that, that uh, if I put my thumbs up, boom, it gives me uh, it gives me the, uh, the these things, <laughs> all kinds of celebration. It's going to be a celebration for us, is what is is after this sign. But we're not to panic. We're the ones that are going to be the calms before, during, and after the storm, right? And uh, and that is not only people that are awake to what's going on in this movement. It's also to the people that are awake to who Jesus really is. That's the powerful remnant, I believe. It's the awake patriots that love the Lord. And uh, that's who he's going to be using. That's what he's talking to me about uh, quite a bit lately. Um, again, and this also says for my Israel, right? Clear, if you look at Kim Clement, Israel's forever. You look at uh, Julie Green's talking about Israel in a massively positive sense. Uh, you see Amanda Grace his words and God speaking, and again, it's not Julie speaking; it's God speaking through it's 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 Amanda. Israel is is a definitely infiltrated by rogue parts of the Mossad, but to say all the people are bad there are not, and I believe Netanyahu is going to be used by the Lord just like he's he's going to use Trump. Then yeah, I mean the Lord even used Putin, right, to, to take out bio labs and expose that stuff. So this is really going to be interesting. This uh, prophecy con continues with shift, shift, shift. Things are shifting. Be prepared for great change. Not just any change, but great change. A time where it will feel like a dream. A time of complete restoration of your freedoms and your nations. Get prepared. Stay the course. Read my word. Trust in who I am and what I said I would do. I will do it. Get ready for a great jubilee, saith the Lord. So again, more encouragement, but also how do we stay in peace? We get prepared, we stay the course, we read his words. So uh, there's like four things that he talks to me a lot about. Make sure you tell your people, be in the word of God. Make sure you're praising and worshiping me, right? You're getting the word of God in your heart and also that you're spending time alone with him. Those are four things that'll bring you to be part of the remnant because he'll be able to speak directly through you. You'll know exactly what to do in your specific path. And then you will be able to use the words of, G of Jesus' authority like never before. And this is what here looks like our next paragraph talks about that. <laughs> with all, go with all authority, power, and rule, and take back this earth from Satan's grip and his control. Use the name above every name. Use it loudly and boldly. Trust in my blood by death and resurrection, knowing that paralyzed and brought your enemy to nothing against you. This is so key, guys. This is right along the line of what he's telling me too, is that we have the authority and power in the word of god remember you put on your whole armor of god and the last one is this is the, is the sword of the spirit which is the word of god 
And when you speak his words and you listen to him, what he wants you to speak, amazing things will happen through you, right? Just like the power flowed through Moses, he's, 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 a, he's bringing up thousands of Moseses, right? It's people that are just completely, Moses was completely submitted to him. When all the Egyptians were coming to him at this Red Sea, he had his staff and he did not panic when everybody else was panicking around him. What really happened there? What really happened was he was calm and he was confident and he knew God would work through him and he split the Red Sea, but God put, split the Red Three Sea using Moses and his staff, right? So submit to him and you're gonna see amazing things. If you have ears to hear, listen to these words. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Your enemies are retreating, so press in. Use my name and my authority. Keep them on the run. Deny their power, their rule, and their dom and the dominion. They don't have it. That has already been denied and stripped away. That's that. They think they have dominion using dominion software, right? Using their 54 countries that use Smartmatic, Dominion, Sequoia, and all its derivatives. It's selections versus elections out there. And when that once once that's lost, their history, they know it. That's why they're they they, they are threatening judges and to to rule on no standing and not look at the evidence. Um, but that's going to become overwhelming. It's going to be so exciting. I love this. Whatever you bind on earth, you'll be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth, you'll loose in heaven. That's why we we bind the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world. That's what the Hagen's book on the believer's authority really talks about make sure you are binding and I, I put it then to the path that we're taking right so you know it's like make sure that we choose his way and not our way and that we bind the rules and towards the powers of this dark world or trying to take us off course and loose heavens of every of angels of all rankings division to help us keep on our path right that's that's a that's a beautiful thing and that we can do with the power and authority of Jesus. But we gotta understand we have that power and authority. Bring your enemies to nothing. Their plans to nothing with the words I have given to you. Hold the line by my name. Worship and resist, and the wicked are restricted. Trust in me more than ever before. This is a time to learn more of me to completely set you free. War in the spirit, pray in tongues, shout unto the Lord. Worship and praise me because it scatters the enemy and confuses them on all fronts. The time of the war is upon you now. So when you receive this great reward, finish the fight. Take every limitation off. Take restrictions off of me that you once had. There are no limits and restrictions with me. No longer business as usual. No more time to live for yourselves. Woo! As this is a real key part of this. He's telling me a lot. This is why he's had, we do this four times a week, worship and praise me because it scatters the enemy and confuses them on all fronts. What's your weapon? Praise and thanksgiving, right? My weapon is a melody. <laughs> it's, what, it's what some of these songs that we sing are about. In fact, we'll get into one of those songs today at least, right? Maybe two of them that really dig into how important praise and worship is as a literal enemy, I mean, a literal weapon against your enemy. And uh, that's why we do word and worship on Fridays and Mondays, and we do praise and prayer on Mondays and Thursdays, four times a week with beautiful worship music that we attach to scripture. This is the last paragraph it says, no more time to play church, no more time being defeated or staying down or depressed. Rise up, rise up with my power, my strength, my revelation knowledge and all my promises that I have given you are yes and amen. Remind yourself every day who the great I am is. 
what I have done before, I will do again. Trust in my love. Trust in my words. Trust in me. And you will see that promise of victory, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Woo, powerful word again um, from this morning. And also, uh, you know, links back to so many of our worship songs. Like Do It Again, we sung last uh, Sunday, Sunday morning, right? And obviously, uh, Surrounded, Fight My Battles. That's one. Another, another one is uh, uh, Raise a Hallelujah. Uh, that talks about our weapon is a melody. So, wow, that's what we're about ready to get into. Um, I did want to point you to, if you go to the, um, again, neighborhood.social, you can download on your phone. It's our social media platform, similar to Facebook, very much like Facebook. It's the Christian Impactor platform. Again, uh, neighborhood.social, just type that in. And uh, if you go to discussions and go to the blogs, that's where you find my blog. I don't have time to go over that today, but you will see quite a few words have been updated over the last week um, of what God's talking to me. It also shows the story of how um, Nathan French hears from the Lord. And I listened to that, read his book, started using that same type of process, and boom, the Lord started talking to me in direct sentences. Amazing thing. It's not just for for the prophets, guys. This is for anybody who is um, wants to be part of the remnant. He's, but he's speaking to people like never before. You must direct your paths, right? So uh, again, you'll see a bunch of words posted. I'm about ready to post some more up from the last couple of days. You can find that blog on blessedteach.com. Um, I'm sorry, that blog on neighborhood.social. There's two links down below. You see blessedteach.com and neighborhood.social. Those are two places we're hanging out, especially on neighborhood.social where we have Facebook um, type functionality for groups and we have Zoom classes happening, I mean Zoom groups happening all over the time. And again, we will have the self-paced training that starts, just go to the training tab on blessedteach.com. All right, I'm gonna get into Romans 3 a little bit now. And uh, I'm gonna flip over to, I think, this view here. A little bit to talk about how important Romans is to me because I basically came to Christ over Romans. Right, I was a 29-year-old going to the University of Texas, a very liberal place in Austin, Texas. You've probably seen some liberal things that are going on there. Palestinians, it's just crazy um, how liberal it is in the heart of Texas. But um, I found Christ there, and uh, that I've given my testimony before. But but, but um, the foundation of that was for me to finally start reading through the Bible. When I got to the books of Romans, you know, obviously Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John just powerful four different testimonies to what happened to Jesus that was powerful for me and then getting into Acts and wow look at this was actually activated in Acts right the Holy Spirit was activated it was this amazing thing for me to read about and then I went to the book of Romans I just went read through the whole New Testament for the first time ever back in my when I was 29 years old and in the University of Texas again um, and I would go and investigate all these things, and I was dating at that point, point in time a Mormon, and I was an evolutionist. We both became biblical Christians out of that. It was a beautiful story. My wife went to 10 years of BSF after that, Bible Study Fellowship, and learned the truth versus all the, the errors she was taught, and uh, became a massively non-judgmental believer that was helping other people, like almost like um, Dr. Laura, right? Went, went from a, almost a judgmental person that 
judgment judging everybody that didn't live exactly like uh, like she did in Utah um, to a person that was massively powerful and um, and and then it, and I got transformed from a secularist thinking believing in evolution to, to a biblical Christian who just uh, just really loved um, the gospel message right and so I always talk about the three big rocks that we can unite on the right God the right Jesus and the right gospel and Romans is the right gospel everywhere right it clearly sets things up and it starts out in Romans 1 which we went through a very tough chapter really making very clear what sin is and what sin is not and uh, and making it really clear um, that uh, that that um, the LGBT movement is, is a sinful movement right doesn't mean that those people aren't good people that we need to get out of there and but we need to tell them the truth right that that was very clear but but chapter two which we just reviewed um, on Sunday morning it's all about don't judge because everybody's sinful right <laughs> and uh, our sin of gossip or whatever uh, your, your your sin might be um, you know once you sin you've sinned you've broken the whole law you're not gonna go to heaven with your sin right if you don't have a savior so that's it setting up to say yes here's all these sinful things don't don't underestimate those but everybody's sinful is kind of what chapter two is at and chapter three gets into a little more detail on that and it's a beautiful beautiful teaching and i want to want to dig in right now to romans chapter three where it says then what advantage has a jew or what is the value of circumcision so remember we just talked about all it was really chapter two is really hard on the average jewish person that was rejecting christ right it's a very, very good chapter to really study um, to, to let the Jewish person know that they are just as sinful as anybody else, right? Just because they were God's chosen people doesn't give them any, any excuse to not be judged with your sin, right? So then what advantage has the Jew? Or what is the value of circumcision? Right? And maybe that circumcision of the heart is the key. Is Jesus in your heart, right? That's really the key. Are you living the laws in your heart? or God's word in your heart. That's why I do Bible memory. I, I always talk about that. Go to Bible memory, take that app down on your on your, on your uh, phone or go to BibleMemory.com and they sync with each other, right? It's a beautiful, beautiful way to get God's word in your heart. It says, but I'm gonna go ahead and read through this real quick and we'll if we have time, we'll come back and dig into it a little more detail, but much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God. What if some were unfaithful? Does the faithfulness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means. Let God be true through every one or a liar, as it was written, that you may be justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. But if our righteousness serves to show the righteousness of God, what shall we say? That God's unrighteousness to inflict wrath on us? I speak in a human way. By no means. For this could this is this for then how could God judge the world but if through my lies God's truths abound to his glory why am I still being condemned as a sinner and why do not do evil that good may come as some people slanderously charge us with saying their condemnation is just what then are the Jews any better off not at all for we are have already charged that all both Jews and Greek are under sin so that is just so key right there guys and uh, all these different arguments that were being used in Paul's day against against the spirit and against the Christians you know we're, we're, are being discussed here and that's got uh, and his, all throughout this book of Romans you're gonna see him 
putting attacks to, uh, of the gospel and, and correcting everybody and getting them focused correctly on what needs to be. And what do you need to be focused on? Is that we're all sinful. As is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive the venom of aspens under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In the paths are ruin and misery. And the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole earth and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. Another key, key, key part of this knowledge, as we know the truth, is that we know that the law helps us, and the Holy Spirit as well, convicts us of sin, so we know what sin is. But we're not justified by that law. That's the key part, and that's why this whole thing's about the righteousness of God through faith. This is really the gospel in a nutshell right here. But now, the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. Although the law and the prophets bear witness to it, the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. This is probably the shortest uh, verse in this uh, passage, but it is the memory verse. I, one memory verse I suggest you start with because it's so so small and easy to, to learn. Right? You put this in your Bible memory app and you take the version you want and you took Romans 3.23 and boom, and it helps you memorize that. It's a pretty easy one. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But this is the first part of the Romans road that we talk about. Romans 3.23, Romans 6.23, Romans 5.8, and Romans 10.9. Those are the four, four Romans road verses most people use. Again, Romans 3.23 right here. Romans 6.23, for rage of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And you got Romans 5.8, which says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Boy, that's love. Why we are still sinners, right? And then 4 is Romans 10.9, which is that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Those are the four verses of really walking somebody through the gospel. Pretty simple verses that you can memorize like I just did right there with you guys, right? So four simple verses that you can put in your heart to really be able to help people understand what's going on. So that is, uh, that is for there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fallen toward the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to receive and to be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance, he has passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded by what kind of law? By a law of works? No, by a law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? Is he not the God of Gentiles also? Yes, of Gentiles also, since God is one who will just 
the five, the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. Do we then overthrow the law by this faith? By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. So that law, the 613 laws that we have in the Old Testament, right? That's kind of a guide for us, if you will, right? But remember, a lot of those were nullified, such as what you should eat and not eat. Um, clearly, the New Testament nullifies quite a few of those, right? And there's a lot of discussions about what the true Sabbath is versus Sunday, and, and we can get into that in a later time. The point being is have a day of rest. That make sure you have a day of rest. That's important, and you're getting closer to the Lord during that time frame. And also make sure um, that you understand that the law is not going to save you, right? It's faith in Jesus. And that's uh, there's so many other verses that are so powerful that talk about that. So we can really dig into this um, in, in more detail, um, which we'll see if we have time. I'm just going to check the time here because I think we want to get into some praise and prayer. Yeah, it's 6.06. So we're going to jump into praise and prayer. Maybe we'll come back to a little bit more of this because I have a lot of other, um, I guess, referential scriptures that kind of deepen the meaning of, of, of Romans 3. Um, I can do a lot more of that on Sunday and Fridays, obviously. But let's, uh, let's get into a little bit of praise and prayer. This is uh, what we do on Mondays and Thursdays. We'd love to hear praise reports. So let me know what you're doing. How do I connect with you on Neighbor.Social? I got an error message about privacy issue. So Caracas is asking about that. So just go to Neighbor.Social.com. It's going to be like any um, Facebook platform or anything. You're going to create your account. And... Um, then you will be able to just, you can chat with me right there, by the way, FYI, right there on that. So um, there, there are some people trying to block us. You can try different browsers too. Sometimes there's Safari versus Chrome versus Brave. You can try all these different browsers um, and, uh, and as, as the Cabal's trying to block some of us, but it's usually an extremely easy process. You can also download the app on your phone. It's another, another easy way to do it. Go to, just go to the app store Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and type in neighborhood.social. So if you have any, but if you have any praise reports, let us know what's going on. Um, love your studies, Rick, and love your worship also. That's what we're going to get into right now. So we're going to jump in. To, and so th thank you so much for that. Treasures with the heart. And uh, let's see. Let's let's do this now. Let's go to resurrection power. We'll start with. And uh, let's see here. We got Net here as being the, the trooper here all the time. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> yeah. Do you mind reading this one, uh, Annette? Of course I will. Now I have resurrection power living on the inside. Jesus, you have given us freedom. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do and greater works than these will he do because i'm going to the father john 14 12. no longer bound by sin and darkness living in the light of your goodness those who belong to christ jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires galatians 5 24. jesus spoke to them saying i am the light of the world Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8:12. Your Holy Spirit lives in me, and I have been redeemed. The new has come. In him you also 
In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1.13 Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by... Rick, you have to read the last part. I can't see that. By becoming a curse for us. Galatians 3.13 Thank you, Annette, all the way from Sweden. Great worship uh, for I know uh, hopefully we'll have Elizabeth and I see, see her here. Hopefully she'll be coming on soon as well as Jeremiah and others. But let's worship the resurrection power. You called me from the grave by name. You called me out of all my shame. I see the old is past.
Spectrum Power. And uh, this next one really gets into what we talked about, how important worship is. This is how I fight my battle, so my weapons are praise and thanksgiving. In 2 Chronicles, we see this band going in front of the army. Can you imagine that? And he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord. This is Joseph Appler, who, and, and he began. He pointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire. As they went before the army and they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah. So they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. I think that's what's gonna exactly happen to this cabal as they're starting to already unravel against each other. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Do not be afraid for those who are with us are more than those were with them. Then Elisha prayed. This is funny. Elijah prayed and opened the eyes of his servant, right? And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire, right? That's like, that was an amazing story there in 2 Kings 6. There, there's a table that you've prepared for me in the presence of my enemies, right? I love this part. You prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies, Psalm 23, 5. It's your body and your blood you shed for me. He took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it. This is my body, which was given for you. This cup is a new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. In Luke 22, 19-20, obviously talking about the Last Supper, or some people call it the First Communion, is what uh, Aaron Annis' dad calls it in his painting. But he set the table for us. We're surrounded by him. This is how we fight our battles with praise and thanksgiving.
not be afraid. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Mm. All right. So thanks for joining me here. I've got this uh, shirt just a little too for, for my microphone so you guys can hear me back there. But <laughs> we are just worshiping. Um, you know, that's what I, one of the biggest privileges I have uh, of doing this show is uh, it's just digging into this music and having almost 40 songs now that are um, choreographed to this beautiful music and uh, scriptures. And uh, so if you want to um, do more of that with me, Make sure you join us on Mondays and Thursdays as well as Word Worship on Fridays and Sundays, right? So four nights a week we're digging into these beautiful, this beautiful music. And so what we need to do is, uh, so let me know, let me know what you're blessed, what, what you've been blessed with by the Lord. Love to hear some of that on your, on the chat. I need to get the chat out on my backstage. I'll pull that out too. Love to hear either via chat or, or, or uh, on, on Rumble or backstage or come on backstage and, uh, and tell us about it. I think eventually we're going to have hear a lot of people giving their testimonies on here. All right, you heard a little bit about a little bit about mine and just how Romans three was such a big effect of me. Really, Romans, the the book of Romans, and getting through. And I didn't realize that that Romans road was a thing. Right, I just read through the book of Romans, and obviously in that I hit Romans three twenty three and six twenty three and five eight and ten nine. Right, and it's like the gospels is so clearly um, put out there. It's just beautiful. I see Cheryl. Ah, I got got on Zoom. I love it. <laughs> Cheryl, thanks for joining. Um, we just love uh, people to come and praise with us backstage here. Um, but let me know if you have something that you would love to. Um, so, so it looks like Elizabeth's from Australia saying, we have already experienced internet chaos with Optus went down in Australia. Um, down for up to 16 hours. Woo! So it looks like crazy things going on in Australia right now. Um, Elizabeth is uh, usually one of our worshipers back here as well. But we appreciate you at least being on, letting us know what's going on, Elizabeth. But what are you, what are you guys thankful for? I'm telling you, I am so thankful for. I, I was, I like to give my praise report first, right? But it's really this, this training course that's coming up. We, we just uh, over the last two years at various times have had uh, just people struggling with different times, and and um, and we didn't know what what was really happening as the ministry would get under stress from different people with different opinions or whatever and you know could that be spirits or what's going on and um, we were almost implemented several years ago a deliverance program and um, this time we decided okay we've got to do something we're gonna we need to do something for this that's gonna help us um, as we bring in hurting people into the ministry how do we help them even even in our normal human dysfunction that we all have right and uh, and we we really looked at what what can we really help with making sure that the spirits aren't making us do things we shouldn't be doing from the leadership that's supposed to be the, the this whole vision is it's upside down right the the servant leaders are serving the people and the people are serving the Lord God Almighty Jesus is the head the groups of people and the servant leaders underneath them right and so how do we all get rid of our spirits that are inner hurts that we might have that cause us to do things that we shouldn't do and not walk in the way we should be as the lord so so we went on our on our journey really looking at all the deliverance ministries right and and we found one of the beautiful most beautiful things because it, it has to do with making sure that we all have inner hurts from especially from our earlier days and so we actually found a guy who not only 
we did we have a training course we could take he's given it to us for free to put on our platform i mean how beautiful is that uh, and, and he's trained over uh, 500 pastors and um, over 81,000 people have been trained on this method of really getting uh, healing the brokenhearted. We, need, we all have some hurts. So what, what are those hurts that you can that you're holding on to that are causing you to do things you can't? And these spirits love to, to go. Once there's a fractured part of your soul, that's kind of this wound, if you will. You have these spirits that will attach to that, all right? So every every and this happens to Christians too, right? So we to actually um, and Greg Locke does a beautiful job talking about how important it is for Christians to be delivered, if you will. Delivery is about setting the captives free, and obviously your inner wounds being healed has to do with uh, the brokenhearted. So, see that's what Christ came for, right? To heal the brokenhearted and to set the captives free, as well as to preach the gospel. So we're going to do those three things. So, so this course starts Monday. Uh, no, actually starts any time right now because it's already live. Just go to blessedteach.com. Go to the training class. You're going to you're going to love it, and it's inner healing and deliverance training. And the guy who not only gave us the course is actually going to do Q&As with us, live for, with us, um, every Monday night starting next Monday um, for like the for, for all five modules. So, wow. It, so you, you'll be able to go in to do your own self-paced training. It takes about an hour to three hours per week just to watch his videos and learn. You get to see him actually healing inner wounds of people. You get to see him delivering spirits off of that wound. After they don't have a legal right there, they can't stay right so that learning and i just this is a huge praise report that we get to roll out that training to you so make sure you visit blessedteach.com go to the training tab and uh, join us and uh, i think you really enjoy um, that um, online training from scott bicken and then actually have q a with scott um, the next five mondays during the holidays yes next monday is the first q a for that that we'll be doing um we, we are having an internal leadership meeting with Scott uh, this Monday, but that's that's not public. So uh, let's do that. Okay, so now let's jump into uh, some more music. And if you guys have any more praise reports, let me know. Let me see. I see Glory Graham. Hello, B2T. Thank you so much for being on. Um, Beth Stills on. I see her. I speak Jesus, says Lisa Livers. I thank you guys for coming on. If you're on Rumble, make sure you, even if you're watching on the big screen, you know, just come to your phone and log in and you can go to the chat. It's so fun to see people get uh, engaged here. Um, so that's that's a beautiful thing. So again, we're going to jump into some more praise music now. So let's do that now. Um, we did we did, uh, we did Resurrection Power and Fight My Battles. And we're going to get into a kind of a cute song that Curtis Grimes wrote. He's been on the show several times, a, a country music star that rebuffed Nashville and has done really good on his own Texas circuit and doing really well on his own with his own label. And he gave us permission to use his song uh, uh, that uh, a lot of the, the kids like, but uh, even the, the adults like it too. It is about Noah built a boat. So let's have some fun uh, singing the Noah built a boat. And uh, would, you, would you do this? These verses on that? I, I can do it if you want to. That'd be great. Thank you so much. Um, Noah built a boat sitting in the sand, told everybody, everybody said, man, you lost your mind this time. That thing ain't never gonna float. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and out with pitch. Genesis 6:14. So let them call you crazy. Maybe it's true, 
but there is nothing impossible to do with a little bit of faith and a whole lot of hope, for nothing will be impossible with God. Luke 1.37 When God opens a door, He will lead you through. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. Revelation 3.8 So take every chance you get and don't you quit because if you believe it's true, it starts with you. And let us not grow weary of doing good for in due t season we will reap if we do not give up. Galatians
Fun song, huh? Giraffe has this up, says, and let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if you do not give up. Hmm. So we are not gonna give up. Just realized I had some other music going on in the background. I better turn that off. Uh, before we do that, yeah, let's go ahead and get this. My, my God is mighty to save. The Lord your God is in the midst, a mighty one who will save. Zephaniah 3, 17. He rose and conquered the grave. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to Cephas, who was Peter. Then the twelve... Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom were still alive. Woo! That's when he raised up into the clouds. Over 500 people saw that. Shine your light and let the whole world see. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your light shine before others. Matthew 5, 14 and 16. Hey, let me know how the sound is. Um, we're, we're adjusting a whole bunch of things on both Backstage Facebook, as well as what's going on in Rumble. Love to hear your feedback as we continue to adjust things. Um, but this is a classic song, the very first song we did a video to.
love that song. <laughs> Here's another beautiful one that's about um, just a real deep worship song. So I'd encourage you just to put everything away for the next five minutes at least and just 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 bask in this song. Yeah, because it talks about uh, I just want you, nothing else. Jesus, nothing else will do. Right? Uh, points to a couple of scriptures. There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. In 1 John 4, Matthew 16 gets into Then Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Second verse we emphasize in the song talks about, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. All the saints are in your hands. They sit down at your feet in Deuteronomy 33.3 and rejoice in Christ Jesus. I have no confidence in the flesh in Philippians 3.3. This talks about also, Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. For all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We just read that today in the in the in, in the teaching. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength out of Deuteronomy 6.5. He doesn't owe us anything. But boy, just to be able to sit at his feet and know that we need we need nothing else. Caught up in your presence I just want to sit here At your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh
before we get into Graves of Garden, I want to kind of go through a little bit more of the Romans 3 stuff. But um, I think I saw Gus in, 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 uh, in uh, the Ark. Because I see a bunch of uh, Amanda's dogs, I think that is. I was going to flip him on camera too. How you doing, uh, Gus? <laughs> doing good, doing good. We just got back in a little while ago. All right. I was just walking around visiting the animals while the song was playing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. So you guys got back from the Tulsa healing event, healing yep. seminar. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yes, sir. It was That's a good awesome. event. Everything went very well. 
That is great. Had a, so had a good time. Next next one will be uh, reawaken, I guess. The reawaken, uh, yeah. California in December. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks, thanks, Gus, for coming coming and visiting us. As we are in the midst of praise and prayer, so um, any anything you're thankful for that comes to mind <laughs> in our praise and prayer? Time? Uh, oh, there's so many things to be thankful for today. If you're awake and you know what's going on, you know it's like we're called. We're all the times in the world that you could have been born. Mm-hmm. We were chosen to be born in this time when all this is happening. We know the best is yet to come, even though we're going through some hard times. Mm-hmm. But hey, we were chosen to live right now, and the fact that we're awake is just an honor and a privilege because we're called to wake others up. You know. Yeah, yeah. Turn to Christ. It's just all right. Blessing. Any 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 amazing healings happen um, while you were there? Uh, yeah. They had several people with back issues. They prayed on me, and I felt a little better that evening. I saw no better by morning, and it still persists. But I'm still claiming my healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll continue to claim it till it comes through. Um, mm-hmm. They had some uh, deliverances, um, several, several little things that happened. Many people uh, with the back issues, like I said, that was probably predominantly the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was people who had limbs or like one woman had a bad shoulder and uh, they prayed over her. And she was able to lift her arm up over and uh, another gentleman could hardly walk and they prayed over him and he was kind of dancing around in there all excited yeah the holy spirit's active right now and i think it's going to get way more active here soon so that's that's exciting yes uh, for sure all right well thank for you sure so we're going to be a sure. big part of it that sounds awesome good well thank you so much gus i'm going to get into some more revelation three here guys and just kind of dig yeah. a little bit more into this this is one of the things i'd love to do you say, okay, now we just read through Revelation three. Now, how does this relate to other scriptures, and uh, how do we how do we kind of uh, dig into this a little bit more? So it says, then what advantage has a Jew, or what is the value of circumcision? Much in every way. To begin with, the Jews were entrusted with the oracles of God, and that's a you know what a huge privilege that they had, right? Psalm one forty seven talks about that. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and rules to Israel. Remember when he changed uh, Jacob's name to Israel and he became the the father of the 12 tribes of Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his rules, praise the Lord. So this is the the privilege that he gave to the Israeli people, right? And unfortunately, it wasn't too terribly successful when it came to them following everything that they should have been following, but um, again, that was uh, one thing that was important. And I, even even uh, other scriptures point to that too. In, in the New Testament, John 4 says, this is, uh, this is Jesus talking about, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. This is an important text for a variety of reasons I like to bring up because number one is it emphasizes that yes, the truth came through the Jewish people, right? Um, and they and they they were worshiping what they do know, and the Samaritans messed it up because they started mixing it in with uh, a bunch of the Syrian stuff and a bunch of uh, they had golden calves again, believe it or not, up in some of the cities, 
and just kind of messed up everything. So that's why Jesus was correcting them. And that's, this is why, even though we're not supposed to judge the actions of people because we're all sinful, we are supposed to judge their theology, <laughs> right? So the, the Samaritans had messed up theology and here's Jesus correcting them right here. Jesus says, you worship what you do not know. We worship what we know for salvation is from the Jews. And this, if you read this, this is when he's talking to the woman at the well, correcting um, incorrect theology here. So that's that's okay to, to do, obviously, if Jesus is doing it, right? It says, by no means, does this faithfulness nullify the faithfulness of God? By no means, let God be true through everyone were a liar as it is written that you may be justified by your words and prevail when you are judged this is getting into uh, um, verse 4 and 5 and he says but if you but if our right unrighteousness if our unrighteousness serves to show the righteousness of God what shall we say that God is unrighteous to inflict wrath on us I speak in a human way and we talk about this wrath we've been uh, talking about for quite a bit um, here. You'll see in Romans 2.16, we talked about last uh, last Sunday. On that day, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. So that there's going to be no, during the day of wrath, during the white throne judgment, you know, during, you're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to be judged for your sins if you don't have Christ's blood covering you. That's why it's so critical to do that, right? And that's what this was talking about here. By but it, but he's saying, speaking in this human way. Obviously, if we have an unrighteous, that it doesn't doesn't make um, uh, um, yeah, that it, it doesn't make the righteousness of God even bigger, right? That he's going to show his righteousness because of our unrighteousness doesn't mean we should go sin more, right? <laughs> Obviously, right. That's why he says, by no means. For then, how could God judge the world? What? But if through my lie, God's truth abounds to His glory. Why am I still being condemned as a sinner? And why not do evil that good may come? As some people slanderously charge us with saying, the condemnation is just. You can see right there, just got, you'll see this all over where, where he's just correcting incorrect logic. What then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. So he said that, yeah, you, hey, you had the covenant and all that type of stuff, but you're not better off when it comes to being judged by sin. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin as it is written. Right? And you look at the un, being under sin, Galatians 3.22 says, clearly says it too, but the scriptures imprisoned everything under sin so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Yes, and so it's so the bad news is the sin. The, the good news is that we have a Savior. That's the whole point here. And this is hard to get into um, this whole scriptures, and there's a lot of scriptures around what it was written. And he took a bunch of scriptures from a bunch of different places to no one is righteous, no one, not one. No one understands, no one seeks God's. All have turned aside together, and they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. We start looking at where some of the stuff, it goes back to Psalms 14, where there it is. Uh, if the fool says in his heart, there's no God, they are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. Right there. The Lord looks down from heaven and the children of man to see there are any who understand, who seek after God. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good. Not even one. So you can see uh, 
whoever wrote Hebrews, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, this is Paul in Romans, so, uh, wrote, and he probably wrote that as well, but you can see he's quoting from a lot of scripture, so he was a Pharisee. He knew the scriptures extremely well. And so you see here at 13, he's pulling from a different part of scripture. He says, the throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. Wow. And uh, again, that's from a, an, another Psalm 5, where it says, for there is no truth in their mouth. Their innermost self is destruction. Their throat is an open grave and flatter with their tongue. Right there. Yeah, so you can see him pulling from all these, all these different scriptures. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness, it says. And uh, again, that's coming from a different um, Psalm, Psalm 10, where it says, his mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. Um, so isn't that kind of interesting how Paul just pulls all this stuff together to show us and, and really convince us that the human heart by itself, without the spirit, is born into sin, right? And we have to understand that. Their feet are swift to shed blood. They're in their paths are ruin and misery. And um, again, verse 16 here and 15, 16 all comes from a different places. This is all the way back to, Pro to Proverbs now. For their feet run to evil and they make haste to shed blood. Right? You can see how he's pulling from the Psalms and Proverbs here. And it says, and, uh, and their paths are ruin and misery and the way of peace they have not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes. So here we see the shed blood, but no fear of God in verse 18 here. It says, transgression, this is again speaking of Psalm 36. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes. So you can see where Paul's getting all this. He's pulling together and quoting all this to show us the depravity of man. And that's really important for us to understand that. Now we know that Whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. And that's pretty important to understand about shutting our mouth, right? Psalm 107, 42, the upright see it and are glad, and all wickedness such its mouth. So we have to shut our mouth because we have no defense. We're, we're guilty, right? We're guilty of sin. And this Romans chapter 3 is really really making that clear to us right um and and again we will be justified in his sight since through the law becomes a knowledge of sin that's real important that we we get the knowledge of sin and you'll see that here in galatians 2 16 where it says yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law but through faith in jesus christ so we also have believed in Jesus Christ in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Very clearly, um, Galatians saying the same thing here as what uh, he is saying in Romans. So God was, I mean, Paul was very consistent in teaching the truth about the gospel all through Romans, Galatians, other, other passages. I skip, obviously this is the, the fav, my, my most fav, favorite uh, uh, easy uh, memory verse. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Summarizes everything, right? And then but in the wages of sin is death in, in Romans 6.23. So you know that we all deserve not heaven. We all deserve, because of our sin, hell, right? So we need that Savior. This is what this all sets up to be. And it says, in our, we are justified by His grace as a gift 
so consistent with what Ephesians says about you know, 2, 8, 9 about this. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith. We see that same type of language that he used in um, Yep, that just brought me to the same place. But the blood of Christ is, is emphasized here as well in Romans 5, 9, where it says, Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. We talk about that, so we're about ready to get in that. But in Romans 3 here, you can see that's really digging in to that in, in verse 24 right here, where it talks about... Um, this was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he has passed over former sins. Um, and right here again, the propitiation by his blood. Um, very, very important. And uh, a little bit later this talks about, or is God the God of Jews only? Uh, is he not the God of Gentiles also? And of course that is, uh, that is a yes. And um, we'll also see that in chapter 10, where we're getting to get to that, where it talks about, for there's no distinction between Jew and Greek, for the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call on him. And this is vital, because uh, this is the stumbling block for a lot of the Jews. It talks about that, the, the cornerstone being Christ, being a stumbling block, because it's, it's like they, they, want, they were so works-based and had the 613 laws, memorized a lot of these uh, Pharisees and Sadducees. So um, don't let that be a stumbling block. Becoming, had the religious spirit of works is a, is a, can be a stumbling block to many, many people, right? And that's why we want to be, be careful of not going in, into that too much. Romans 15 is going to talk about it too. It says, when, in, in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it's written, therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. So this is letting the Jewish people know, hey, you had, the, you had the covenant. This is a new covenant now, and it's opened up to everyone, right? Therefore I will praise your name among the Gentiles and sing your name. What do we do now? We're singing, all of us, Jew and Gentile, like Gentiles is non-Jews, right? So anybody, we're all this, we're all this, Doing, doing that right now as we dig into that. That's just kind of digging more into um, Romans chapter 3. We're going to chapter 4 on Thursday and chapter 5 on Sunday. Um, let's let, let's uh, continue to worship here into this uh, Graves of Garden song. Maybe you guys, some of you saw that and go, no, you got to play that one. And so that's what we're going to be doing right now. Is, uh, do, you, do you mind reading this one? Uh, I would love to read. All right. Yes. <clears throat> Lord, there is nothing better than you. You're the only one who can. That you may know that there is no one like the Lord, our God. Exodus 8.10 I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Philippians 3.8 You turn mourning to dancing. You give beauty for ashes. You have turned for me my mourning into dancing. Psalm 30, 11. To give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. Isaiah 61:3 KGB. You turn bones into armies. So I prophesied, and behold, a rattling, and the bones came together, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet an exceedingly great army. Woo! Ezekiel 37, 7, 10. 
there is a little shot there now. <laughs> uh, you turn seas the seas into highways. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back, and the people of Israel went into the midst, midst of the sea of on dry ground. I yeah, usually can't please, usually please, can't see please, the last please. last one. You got it. Graves and okay. gardens. He turns bones into armies. Graves in the gardens. Yeah, worship. Graves. Oh, wow. I search the world. It couldn't fill me. Mass empty praise. Treasures and fame.
Yeah, I love that. Hey, we're gonna get the build my life. I wanted to um, ask you to hit that thumbs up button. Let's get this, uh, get this shared as well to other people that uh, you think might encourage to be encouraged by this beautiful, beautiful music, right? This is about build my life, and I will build my life upon your love. It's a film found. It's a firm foundation, and put my trust in you alone, and I will not be shaken. A lot there points to a couple of New Testament verses like John 14, 23. It says, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And Hebrews 12, 28 says, therefore, let us be grateful for receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Woo, we studied that. Chapter 12, Hebrews. Worth of every breath we live for you, Jesus. The name above every other name. The only one who could ever save. That points to a couple of verses too. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In Galatians 2.20. Therefore God has highly exalted and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Woo! Philippians uh, 2.9. Holy is the one who is like you, none beside you. Open my eyes and wonder and show me who you are. This is getting into Exodus 8.10. It says, so that you may know that there is none like you, none like our God. Jesus said to him, whoever has seen me, has seen the Father, Jesus 4 and I, fill my heart and lead me in your love of those around me. And I will give you a new heart and will remove your heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Thank you, Lord. Give us that heart of flesh right now. Build our life around you. Can we build our life around Jesus? That's what this is all about. Worship with me. And I see Elizabeth on as well. Thanks, Elizabeth, driving. <laughs>
kingdom that cannot be shaken. Ooh, isn't that true? All right, we want to get to some prayers for other people and uh, also any other pray, praise reports that we might have. Um, I know we don't have much time left, so I just wanted to see if anybody had any prayer requests. So get your prayer request in now. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pray out at the end of this song, after this last song that we'll play, which is uh, back to the theme that we talked about um, at the end of Julie Green's prophetic word that she got from the Lord, how important praise and worship was, right? Might go back to that real quick, just to kind of uh, highlight that. Um, it's beautiful when the prophetic words that people are getting kind of come into union of what we're doing here in this ministry too, right? And uh, so I'm just searching on the word praise and I'll show it up on my screen here in a second. There it is. So what did, did the Lord tell Julie that she released today? There's a, there's a couple of there's a couple of these. If I look at the word praise, just in this word, and uh, might have been three of them. So let me go back. So here we go. Let me show this. So here's what I was reading to reading this morning. Shout unto the Lord, worship and praise me, because it scatters the enemy and confuses them on all fronts. Woo! Right there. <laughs> Right, and um, that is a important part, and that was from this morning, right? The one that was released this morning. Worship and praise me because it scatters the enemy and confuses them on all fronts. So what's that say? Well, it means your weapon is a melody. It means your your weapons are praise and thanksgiving, right? <laughs> That's the beautiful part about what we just sang with Build My Life um, as well. We build our life around Him. A lot of that life we build around is spending time with the Lord, worshiping the Lord, praising the Lord, right? We did that surrounded fight my battles, which talks about your, my weapons are praise and thanksgiving. And then um, we see right here in Raise a Hallelujah. We'll see that as well, where we dig into this very same concept. Would you mind reading that, uh, Lynette? Never mind, Rick. Never. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> I love to do this. Mm -hmm. We raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah, meaning a joyous praise in song, and Yah refers to Yahweh, God. Put together, we joyfully praise God in song. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Psalm 95, 1, in the presence of our enemies. You take in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Psalm 23, 5. Our weapon is a melody. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy utter as they went before the army and when they began to sing and praise the Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah so that they were rooted they will they all helped to destroy one another second chronicles 20 21 to 23 heaven comes to fight for me you shall not fear them for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. 
And Rick, you have to read yeah, the last. Yeah, God. Who for, yeah, Deuteronomy three twenty two. Thank you so much. Awesome. We're gonna get into this. Let's raise a hallelujah. Yeah. Our weapons of melody. Raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the
we're gonna end with a few prayers here that uh, I think is important. Um, so we have uh, Jeremiah here. I thought that'd be a good one for Annette to bring up. Uh, I know there's un just unfair taxing going on um, with uh, Jeremiah. Um, so he had to put a put an answer into them, and they're coming to, after him with a suit. So. Uh, this is a real sad situation with this tyrant uh, different taxing organization. So if you wouldn't mind just praying um, that, the, that they would rule in Jeremiah's favor, um, Annette. So you'd lift that up. And anybody else has any prayer requests, get them in right now before we, we wrap up. Would you, who, who would you like to pray? Would you, would you do that, Annette, for Jeremiah? Yes, but can you say it again? I'm sorry. I, no, I'm I sorry. Yeah, so, so basically he just needs a favorable review against the taxing authorities that are trying to tax him unfairly. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Father God, oh, we are here to thank you and we are praising you. And we know that you are on the throne and Jesus is right beside you, Father God. So in the name of Jesus Christ, who is above all other names and the blood Jesus you shed for, for Jeremiah, we lift him up to you and we ask you right now that there will be no uh, taxes uh, more, I mean, no taxes. They will not renew his taxes. They will not make them higher father god you will you will be the judge in this father god we ask you all of us in agreement where one two three people are gathering you are jesus right here and we praise you and thank you that you will help jeremiah you will help him because you are his provider jesus you are his provider. Mm -hmm. So we thank you, Jesus, that everything you will take care of this situation, you will, Jesus, and we praise you. We will give you glory, God, glory, Father, and glory to you, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Thank you for helping Jeremiah. So we will have a good report that this will be dismissed, what they are trying to do against him because your power, Jesus, is above all other powers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. All glory to you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And this is what this is all about. Um, this is, he's our Jehovah Jireh. He's our Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Nisi. So he's our, he's our banner. He's our he's our healer. He's our provider. So this is a good time to be lifting up um, and getting closer to the Lord and lifting up your prayers in boldness, as uh, the word that we read from from uh, that that was that from the Lord to, through Julie, right? And you just see that all throughout the Bible too. Use that sword of the Spirit as we go, and that's what we do right now. So if you have prayer requests, make sure you get those in. Put them into the live chat on um rumble or put them into the to the chat to see did i miss any uh prayer requests that were on the backstage just repost them if i did um i'm gonna i'm gonna um, ask uh 
Uh, so, so I think uh, I don't know if I don't know if Elizabeth is raising her hand there, but go ahead and unmute and go if you want would like to. <laughs> and I'll try to make it easier for you because I know you're driving. Um, but uh, it's amazing. Um, it looks like Australia is going through some type of attack on there. Um, so wait, she she's having a hard time unmuting. So be careful there, Elizabeth. There she goes. Can you hear me, Rick? Got you now. Yeah. You can hear me? Yep. Yeah, sorry, I keep breaking up. The reception's really bad. But I just want to I just want to pray, um, add to that prayer, Lord, that Father God, we just we just thank you, Lord, that you are in control. And Father God, that we know that the enemy is is oosting up, but Father God, we just ask for your hedge of protection around all of us right now, Father God, that we can come together and keep praying and keep singing your praises and new level new devil so we just praise you and we thank you father god thank you for all the blessed to teach thank you for everyone who's watching thank you everyone who's coming on next week father god and i just thank you lord that you are an awesome god and you have us in the palms of your hand and precious lord thank you that i got work today lord but um it's kind of <laughs> intruded on what i love to do but thank you father god we just give you praise and glory and we just uh we just know that we've got this Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. So um, I see that there was another Deanna um, backstage. My daughter's facing a bunch of, uh, looks like $8,000 in home repairs. Will not have hot water until they are done. Pray, Please pray for the Lord's blessing on that. Yeah. So um, um, I don't know if you, would you mind praying on that? Linda, basically it's just uh, Deanna's daughter is facing $8,000 in home repair and no hot water. Just play, pray for her blessings on, on that. Mm. Let me pray for this. 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 Let me pray I pray for a blessing on, on Deanna's daughter. They're facing, huh? Mm -hmm. Deanna's daughter, yeah. Deanna died. A blessing on her daughter. Help her out, Lord my God. I command this in Jesus' mighty name. I know exactly what she's going through. Because that, you know, Father, that same thing with her here. That mom might. Father, I pray a blessing on can Help her out. The finances or whatever she needs, I can command this in Jesus' mighty name. I say it's done right now. In Jesus' mighty name, praise. Amen. 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 We have some great prayer warriors back here. So it's awesome to see um, Linda being an intercessory prayer warrior. Uh, many others uh, we appreciate uh, that are an intercessory prayer team. By the way, if you become a partner of this ministry, you'll get prayers from this ministry, these, these intercessory prayer people, um, yeah, almost every week. Right? They meet every Monday, go through all the names of, 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 the, of the supporters of this ministry. So the, the way to do that is just to get, go to blessedteach.com and uh, go to the donations tab. And it's really interesting here. And we've and the Lord told me I needed to have a partner program. In fact, on September 11th, <coughs> it was. And so I'll, I'll share that with you right now. And so the, the Lord said, He said, now funding the ministry will change drastically over the next six months. It's primarily been sponsors, as you guys know. <clears throat> yes, the partner model is key area I want you to develop. I want to bless 
those that give to this ministry. By not having this model set up, you are delaying, this is, a, this is telling me, you are delaying the reaping I want to bless people with as they serve me with their first fruits. Now, I'll be honest with you guys, I, I've always wanted to fund this, this, whole, this whole channel by myself, right, without having to ask for money, and I don't wanna ask for money ever. And he said, he basically reprimanded me on this, um, this idea, and, and he said, uh, no, people need to reap, so quit, quit that, Rick. Many already have their first fruits going elsewhere, <clears throat> but I'll we'll, we'll direct many uh, to start giving to this ministry. Communicate this vision regularly, which is basically this mission of, which I'll show you in a second. I will carry many to join this cause. I will call many to join this cause with their time, <coughs> excuse me, energy and focus. And the finances, some will reap, give and reap. Do not look at this as a way to fund the ministry and more toward the blessing, a reaping they will receive. I know this is hard for you, Rick, but get your emotions out of this. This is between me and my body. There are many I will send you. I told you everything would change in your technology for the show. Boy, has it. Well, this will change as well. This is a ministry I want to use to bless others in many ways. I will bless them through your show. I'll bless them through your praise and prayer. I'll bless them through your word and worship. And I'll bless them through partnering. I have already sent you a volunteer to help. Now move quickly. And I had a volunteer to help me put this all together and we rolled it out. And there it is. Um, basically, you receive exclusive ministry updates. You receive prayer from this intercessory prayer team. So you really want power in your prayers for your family. Uh, do this. But more importantly, you're just planning in the God's kingdom. We have a big vision here to help people through the narrow path through prayer, teaching, and worship. We want to activate sleeping believers and make disciples worldwide. I need to add the whole the whole thing that we have here in the mission to train small groups to be able to help hurting with support prayers and discipleship. And that's going to also include deliverance and inner healing. That's why you go to the training tab, get free training on inner healing and, and, and you'll be able to inner heal yourself as well as deliver yourself from any spirits that are attached to those hurts. I'm really excited about this, guys. I think you really enjoy that. Again, get into that. Go to blessedteach.com. We got all kinds of expansion plans. We got all kinds of uh, um, harvest preparation plans that go seven by 24, do it in person events. I'm really getting these groups trained up in inner healing to deliverance as well as discipleship and also transformational healing prayer. We're really excited about that. Again, the way you become a partner is one of the three ways you can just text, text give to 833 209 2393. And that's text give to 833-209-2393. You can use that QR code right there. Um, and you can also um, um, just go to this website, uh, which is the donations tab on either of the sites. And then, or you can mail in something. But hey, if you give any, even a dollar a month, you're considered a partner because you're giving on a regular basis. So, and then you will get the exclusive updates as well as receive um, uh, prayer from our intercessory prayer team. I think you're really in, really uh, benefit from that. All right, oh, there's one more prayer request I want to get to um, before we wrap up tonight. We just thank you guys so much for joining us. And it says, request for my son Gabe and his wife Angie and their three children. All right, so it looks like Syrah, Jocelyn, and Barrett for their salvation and for them to start reading their Bibles. I brought Gabe and Angel a study Bible. All right, thank you, Cheryl. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for this family right now as we wrap this uh, broadcast up tonight. <clears throat> um, 
says uh, Gabe. So, so I, Lord, I, I lift up Cheryl's family. In fact, I lift up her whole family in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. And uh, I know it's big on my heart that we'll have more unity when it comes to um, what's going on in the world with the globalists and their agenda and also who you are, Lord. So I just pray that that, um, that the scales get removed from all, from, 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 from every one part of her family that are not knowledgeable of what's going on and not fighting the battle the way you want to fight them, Lord, and they'll come to know you like never before. I specifically lift up um, Gabe and his wife Angie and their three children. Lord, thank you for them. Thank you. It's a gift to have uh, for her son Gabe and to see the, see, see the gift. And you talk about how you just show us your creation um, and that we, we know your, your divine nature and your eternal power just through the creation that you've made, Lord. And thank you for Gabe. And thank you for his uh, wife and their three children and the grandchildren of Cheryl's. Lord, I pray for Syrah. I pray for Jocelyn. I pray for Barrett. I pray for their salvation. I pray they come mighty men and women of the Lord and that they will get into the Word of God and they will love the Word of God. All right? And I just uh, pray for Gabe and Angie as well. The whole family will become just a huge weapon for you, Lord, that you'll use them as a vessel as we submit to you. And I pray for that for everyone that's listening to my voice right now, that you will become a vessel for the Lord to use. You'll submit to him as clay. And you'll trust him with him with all your heart. You know you can trust him. He'll allow him to yoke you with that yoke that's easy. The burdens that are, you can just give him all your burdens. But I just pray for everyone that they will just make, that you'll make their path straight as they trust in you. They don't lean on their understanding. So you don't limit God in what he can do at this point in time, especially. He's going to be pouring through people like never before. But for many people to just get into the word of God and learn the word of God, put it in their heart, spend some time with him, praise and worship him. And he will direct your paths in a mighty way. Lord, thank you for that. Thank you for allowing us to come closer to you and be able to serve you. And by the power of Jesus' name, the name above all names, the blood that he shed for us, but that power and authority of his blood and his name, we call down all the rules and authorities and powers of this dark world that are trying to take us off our path. And we call in the angels of all ranks and divisions that will allow us to stay on that path. Lord, thank you for that. And we call in the line of Judah to bring in justice and truth. And the spirit of truth will decimate the spirit of deception that are out there. I cannot wait to see you use us, Lord. We submit to you. 